0: Hello listeners and thank you again for joining us on Tuesday Morning Over Coffee with Gene and Jake. I'm Gene and Jake couldn't be here but I've got a great friend here that's joining us so I'll let her say hello and tell a little bit about herself.
1: Hi, I'm Evie. I'm in high school and I'm very into music and I absolutely love (laughs) Chick-fil-A.
0: Very good. So when it comes to school activities How involved are you?
1: I'm very involved in our music department, uh, especially choir and uh, musical. And I'm very involved in sports as well.
0: Very good. So in the sports realm, what's your favorite sport that you like to participate in?
1: Well, I I play volleyball.
0: That's an interesting sport because you would think some basketball players. I've seen volleyball players very tall. Mm -hmm. And then you look at basketball players are very tall but you can't necessarily put a basketball player on the volleyball court.
1: No, there's a little bit more technique that goes into volleyball than does basketball. Not that I'm saying basketball does not have technique in it because I cannot play basketball to save my life, but there's just a little bit different coordination that goes with the two different sports.
0: And that's interesting. I mean, uh, you would think, you know, a person, but you're right, it takes different mindset. It takes different timing to go up for a dunk compared to a spike onto a, on a volleyball net. I've seen some uh, players that just uh, look like a fish out of water when it comes to a basketball player on the, on a volleyball court. So it can be pretty funny to watch at times. And oh, yes. then it can be funny to see a volleyball player on the basketball court, so. Okay, so Evie, I'm glad you were able to join us on this particular podcast. As we talk about the Ten Commandments, but before we jump into that, I couldn't help but think about having people standing in an intersection. Okay, and you have four different corners in that intersection. And whatever took place in that intersection, it's interesting that there would be four different, very different viewpoints of what took place. Why Why do you think that would be?
1: Well, they're seeing different parts of the intersection. They're, they're interpreting the next move differently. Okay.
0: And do we not at times... Even in high school students, do we not at times see the the Bible that way?
1: Well, it's it's kind of like when you're in a hallway. You okay. know? We have different heights, and you see different things that other people don't see, especially in a crowded hallway. So when you're looking at the Bible, you have different minds interpreting the words differently, and I think that's why we have also different opinions in the church, because we're reading the same thing, but we're seeing a different insight, a different meaning into it.
0: Okay. So what would be the missing ingredient then to avoid those different viewpoints to the point that we can't get along?
1: Well, I think patience is definitely a virtue in this. I okay. think that um, when you're reading something and someone has a different idea or opinion to it, that you sit and you, you ask them about it, you talk to them about it, and you come up with different um, parts of the Bible that will help you uh, pr- not prove but have like backup for what you why you think that it means certain
0: because we have to be careful uh when reading the words because normally uh when we read uh from the bible we may read one word here in the old testament and you may get to a different part of the old testament and that word doesn't mean the same thing such as I'm, I say, Evie, you and your family are going to come over to my house and I'm going to grill. And normally you would associate that with what?
1: Like burgers, barbecue. Yeah,
0: yeah. But if we were standing in an interrogation room behind that one-way window and we'd look in there and we'd say, wow, that police officer's really grilling that ind- that individual.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We wouldn't have the same meaning of that word, would we? Definitely not. You can't see that... that Individual on a barbecue grill just getting flipped over. No. Yeah, no. And that's what—that's the danger of taking words in the Bible and assuming they mean the same thing. Mm-hmm. So that's why I wanted to look at the Ten Commandments. And I'm glad you could join with me because I'd, I'd like to know just from your perspective the Ten Commandments. What does that mean to someone who's in high school?
1: Um, I think especially how we look at it is a set of rules okay and i think it it doesn't need to be looked at that way it does and it doesn't i think it it does because it in essence is a set of rules but it is also a a decision just like any other set of rules of whether we're going to follow
0: them or not. okay And, and as we were talking earlier before we got onto this podcast you brought up an interesting statement about you know, the times of Noah where they were constantly doing bad and that's why God brought the flood. And so why do you think God brought the Israelites to Mount Sinai and then said, here, here are 10 commandments. And then here's the law. Why do you think he had that in place for the Israelites and for us at at this time?
1: Well, in the 10 commandments, they're very straightforward. Like you'd think that people would know not to do these certain things but it's kind of like a caution or warning label on a product when you'd think it was obvious that you shouldn't be doing these things but someone did it and so you have to put it on there to say you can't do it and I think that's what especially like do not steal or do not murder obviously you shouldn't do that but someone did it and so he had to say here's what you cannot here's what you should not do.
0: Okay. Warning labels are good, but I think the Ten Commandments, let's get back on the Ten Commandments, okay? Yes, let's, yeah. let's not get off track here. <laughs> I could go on forever about warning labels. Oh, no. no. Uh, thanks to a comedian that's out there that shares those with us. Oh, yes. But I think God gave the Ten Commandments to set a standard of behavior, like you said. It is a decision, but God says, you're my people. Mm-hmm. You, do, you live by these so that you are different from the rest of the world yes how does that help us today i mean are we any different than the israelites at mount sinai
1: we we should be okay i, th- I think that it, it, it's what he calls us to be it's what he calls us to he calls us to be more like jesus and at that time they did not have jesus's example to okay. follow okay but we also he he gave them those rules and he gave us those rules and we should be following just like they should and it's kind of hard to compare the two because of like the different periods and like the different things that they've gone through and but we should be trying to set we should be following the example that god put out there okay and they should have been too
0: okay so when he said do not take the lord's name in vain growing up normally how did you associate that particular command of not taking the Lord's name in vain?
1: Well, growing up, you know, it's, it's taught, we're taught by our parents that, you know, if we say that it's like, it's bad taking the Lord's name in vain, you know, oh my goodness. But we don't, we're not really taught what taking the Lord's name in vain means. Okay. And it's kind of like we're cursing at God. Okay.
0: And as I, as I shared earlier with you that I, me growing up, there's not much age difference between us, but, <laughs> <laughs> but me growing up, when I grew up understanding not taking the Lord's name in vain, I was told don't cuss, mm-hmm. you know, and so when I look at the scriptures, God is looking at the people and saying, don't take my name to where it has no value. Mm-hmm. Where it has no purpose, where where it's not honored. What are some real life situations that we can get ourselves into, where we are not honoring God or we're not holding His name with value?
1: Well, I think especially when you are being like Jesus, okay. you want people to. You're trying to have people. You want people to know that you are a Christian. Okay, that you are a good person who's trying to lead by example. And when you put that out there, you're, you're a person for Jesus's name. Okay. And if you're in a situation, you know, like someone made a joke, like that was not good or nice, or someone's not being nice to someone and you laugh at it or you don't stop them. And they're like, Oh, I thought you were a Christian. Okay.
0: Yeah. That would be an, a valued spot mm-hmm. to understand that we didn't honor God. Yeah. Yeah. And I can think of situations to where we may be just talking in a general conversation and bring God's name in, but it had no meaning. We just, like you said, oh my God, you know, well, that that has no value. That didn't honor him. So what do we need to do then to help ourselves and those who are listening to this to understand what our conversation should be to where we are not taking the lord's name in vain
1: well i think every instance where you are talking and sharing god and his his word that you are doing it to honor him you're doing it to share him and if he's brought up and you know he's not there's no praise or explanation there's just him in it then what's what's the point
0: okay all right so is it possible that when we gather together on Sunday, is it possible that we could worship in such a way that we are taking his name in vain?
1: Well, especially in songs, you know, his His name's everywhere in the songs that we sing. And if we're just at church to be seen at church, okay, like in the Bible when it says, pray in your rooms. Don't pray out so everyone can see you. Okay. Don't go to church to sing songs and listen to Kevin and don't be there and just just to be there, be there for a purpose.
0: Very good. So yes, that that would be a way of reminding anyone who is worshiping God to go there for the value of God's name, for Mm -hmm. the honor of who he is as our heavenly father and creator. Evie, thank you so much for joining me on this uh, particular podcast. And I hope we can do more together down the road. I'll let you say goodbye, and then we'll close off for this particular episode.
1: All right, see you guys.
0: Thanks for joining us listeners and hope you you'll catch us again on Tuesday morning over coffee with Gene and Jake.